A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to today's episode. You know, every time when someone spots a successful lady, they will think jealousy or they'll think, oh, she's born with a silver spoon. Oh, it's easy for her. Look, when we first started, you know, we were all masters of disasters. Precisely, before we were all masters, we were all masters of disasters. So I just want to share an interview I've done on Astro Awani, Malaysia. And it's part of a program called Donna on episode two. This lady, this host, she interviewed me. Her name is Dana Zainuddin. And it was so beautiful. I felt that it would be great for me to share my message once again so that you know that before a master becomes successful, she too was once a master of disaster. Your past does not equal to your future. Listen on and let me know what you think. My name is Janisha Alora. I'm from Singapore. Basically, I have done a lot in my life. I am the founder of Soul Rich Women and I run multiple businesses. I have done many things that I am very proud of and I also, my vision is to really help more women to be better in their lives. When I was 14, uh, my dad, you know, he, you know, wasn't financially, he I mean, lost some money through stocks and shares and stuff like that. So we were financially very tight. So we needed to step up, you know. It's not, money was a problem. Step up, I say, you know what? Uh, my mom back then she said, Why don't you go and take an instructor cert? I said, No, I don't want. Why do I need to become an aerobic instructor? I'm not interested. You know, that's not what I want to do. But she forced me. And she enrolled me because she got my birth cert and everything, right? So I didn't talk to her for two weeks. I remember very clearly because it's such a big thing in my life. I mean, imagine telling a teenager, hey, you have to work. Now you have to support yourself through school. I mean, after 13 years of a bit of not-too-bad life, and then suddenly you have to work and earn the money, that earn the living, and like, oh my god, that's terrible. But I was bitter. Yeah, because that was tough. I mean, when I took the certificate, and then I needed to start to teach, right? Yeah, so that was how life was. 5 a.m. in the morning, go to school, and then after that, in the evening, after um, you know, ECA, extracurricular activities, I went to teach. So imagine this, I reach home at about 11, because I finished, yeah, 11 p.m., because 7 to 8, someone's class started at 
7 to 8, then 8 to 9, or 7 to 8, then wait, and then 9 to 10. Yeah, so that was it. And after that, I reached home. And that's about 11. And I still haven't finished my homework. So it's tough. Mentally, it was challenging. And everybody was changing bags, changing handphones, and they were doing stuff, you know, going shopping, going for movies. So I was kind of isolated as well. I was on my own. And, yeah, and the women, my, the ladies, the girls in my class, I was being mocked at because I wear the same clothes all the time. You know, sometimes girls will see the bra, they'll say, hey, how come you wear the same bra, you know? Or, hey, you only carry the same bag. The six-figure debt that I went through, you know, and it was because of failed partnership. Mm, I'd rather not say. Because I think I just want to put it aside and I don't want to give pain to the person. So let's not talk about it. Yeah. So so I've been through that because the person ran away with the money and it was bad. It was disastrous. Yeah. My heart was closed. Because I would not I would not be able to trust anybody again and to do anything again. Yeah. And the person that could speak to me needed to be somebody who has been through worse than me. <laughs> yeah, because if you're telling me you've not been through life, I'm like, who are you to tell me what you know, you know? So that that part I was depressed, I was suicidal. I mean not clinically, but you know, you were basically crying. I was basically crying every day and you know, I, I literally wanted to jump out of my window of my home. My mom actually kind of stopped me from doing that. My dad also in the recent years had stroke during that time. During that time. So it kind of like for many years he was okay, but that when he had a mild stroke and then you know we it's it's not easy because psychologically you are thinking, oh my god, you know, would there be medical bills on top of all the other expenses? It's a nightmare. To this person who was my customer before because he took my grooming class because I was an image consultant, right? When he spoke to me, I, I didn't want to listen to him also. I mean, definitely, because who are you? you know? Even though we are friends, but I, I... Who are you to tell me how to live my life if you have not been there? Only then that he revealed that he was a bankrupt. He was going through bankruptcy for 11 years. He was bankrupt when he was 11, uh, 21. And I was like, what? And then he turned around, you know, and then he became a millionaire. And to me, that was a story to be reckoned with. And to me, all right, I gave it, I gave it permission to speak into my life. Because if you have been through bankruptcy, I, I think you are qualified to talk to me. <laughs> to share with me and coach me. So I invested time to learn about online business, e-commerce, I learned about marketing. I spent time studying about social media and that was when I stopped trading time for money and that was when I made my money and that was when I saw a new lease of life and that was when I said, hey, I can do this. <laughs> I did it. Ta-da!
Before I joined the pageant, I mean, during school, I was bullied, I was being mocked at because financially we were not sound, I was, my, my background was not sound, I mean, financially. And I had to, you know, like I said, wear the same clothes and stuff. So people laughed at me, people mocked at me, I wasn't able to buy stuff, basically. Materially, I was not rich, okay? So people say nasty things about me, they gossip about me, they backstab me, whatever they can. And that left a scar and many wounds in my life. Yes! I did it! <laughs> it was like, yay! You know? But it was not for them. It was not to win them, it was more like a challenge for myself because during that time I learned how to put on makeup while on the go. Can you imagine patching up in the bus, sleeping in the bus and then trying to change into my heels at the same time and look glam when we get out of the, the car, you know that kind of thing. We literally learned, I picked up so many skills in my pageant days and winning it is like, like a gift from God, really. And joining the pageant after winning Miss Singapore Universe run-up and then participating in Miss Singapore International and winning it opened doors to me to travel the world, to meet friends, girlfriends around the globe and finding new friendships that never thought would have been possible. It was simply amazing and some of the girls had similar story to mine so they were not all pretty and rich. They were very humble and they were still very grounded in what they were doing and because of that I realised, hey, beauty queens are, doesn't mean it's in a certain framework but you know, we can be who we are, we can be authentic, we can be uh, living our life. Not only that, it was a journey for me to tell myself that, hey, you know what, I have overcome the self-doubt, fear, you know, when I was ugly, now I'm more confident and more beautiful. I, I took the responsibility, one of the things I learned is I took the responsibility to, to love them and to accept them for who they are and not to give up on them or give up on myself because I could have just walked away and say bye, you know, I don't love you anymore and that could be the, the life I chose but I told myself no, I said Janisha you must be responsible, no more lay blame, no more shame and no more self-justification of how your life should be in this manner. But rather, are you a woman of humility? Are you a woman of acceptance, of love, you know, of overflowing faith? Because only through this, then we will, in the life of the family, can you imagine if I teach women how to live their life with purpose, with passion, but my family life sucks big time. I cannot, because I cannot live with myself waking up in the morning not knowing that I am in line and in sync with my purpose, with my vision, with my passion. It's like I needed to align myself. So I, in the years, I take on the responsibility of clearing, clearing, forgiving, loving myself. A lot of self-work, to work on my self-worth, my self-doubt, my fear. To be honest, with my dad, it was only very recent. It was 
only when um, three years ago, in fact, my mom was a bit earlier, my father was a bit later, that I finally embraced him for who he is. Because there's so many things that happen, you know, like the blame of, wow, why you lost money the last time? So 14 years old, I was, you know, I needed to go out and work. So it became that. But you know, I've already grown up. I've already grown up. It's no longer the same situation anymore. And my dad also grow older. So I told myself, what for? What for? Life. I, I, I'm living my life because of my family. And I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I really love them. I have them on my handphone every day, you know, and I message them. Because I realized that throughout my life, even though I have gone through thick and thin, I realized that everybody have left and gone, come and gone. But they were the ones who were still there, who loved me unconditionally. And to me, now having this realization and wisdom, I realized that that is so valuable. But now I understand. Now I understand that I would not be where I am today if not for the things and experiences and setbacks that I've gone through. It's never about the mistakes that I make, it's about the distinctions that I learn. And I love my experiences. Maybe for my parents, I wish I could have loved them earlier. But it's never too late. When I first met Janisha, I honestly didn't know what to expect because when I read about her, she was like this beauty queen and she has like eight businesses under her. And to me, she was like this, ah, she's like one of those lucky ladies, you know, she probably has it all. But when I actually spent time with her, talking to her, I realized that she is really an amazing woman. I mean, she had to work when she was 14. She had to support her family. At the same time she went to school. I mean, I was asking myself, what was I doing when I was 14, you know? So it was a really a wow moment for me. And um, another thing was when she talked about her family, I think that was very emotional. Even during the interview, I think all of us could feel the vibe. Um, you know, whatever happens in our lives, our family is always there for us. I think that's what that's what her that's one of her biggest message. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honored that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it five stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.